And now, the Transatlantic Division. Hello and welcome to the Transatlantic Division with me, Ron Grace. And me, Jim Elliott. Uh, Jim, it's another absolutely beautiful uh, Rap Minds Day, uh, as was the last. Hopefully, we've had everything else in between, uh, including s- snow and sleet. Yeah, it's been, outside of today, it's been fucking uh, Snow, sleet, hail, fucking gorgeous sunshine, all in the same day, aka Ireland. Ireland, yeah. So, welcome to Ireland, and we're going to take you straight to the west coast of America. Straight to the Western Conference. Um, okay, we, when we were talking last week in round one, we were doing a little bit of bitching about how it uh, we had an awful lot of uncompetitive series in that game. That was it. We were just waiting, basically, for the wheat to separate itself from well, the basketball chaff. Well, poor Detroit didn't win a game. Poor Memphis didn't win a game. Poor Snakebit Clippers. They looked like they were going to be competitive, and then everybody on their team died. Uh, yeah, it's been again. I remember injuries were a team last year, and they are again this year. I suppose it, there's not as many, but the Clippers Dude, are wiped out. Give it time, it'll and, happen. Uh, Curry uh, gone as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, we're recording this uh, on Wednesday, uh, and just two nights ago, the Spurs and Thunder played a crazy game too. That I'm sure the internet whatever you're following has completely dissected the last 15 seconds of that game. Um, but before those last 15 seconds, I got to tell you, I thought Steven Adams was playing out of his mind. Jim, I watched the whole thing and I have to agree. Steven Adams is, uh, talk about a hustle, uh, hustle guy. I feel like even in that last 15 seconds, okay. So there was that, there was the, the, uh, fracas on the inbounds of the ball and then the ball got stolen in the last 15 seconds. Steven Adams closed down three different shooters in the last 10 seconds of the game. That's what I had. Uh, so, if yeah, we're going to start with the end, so, Jim. Of course. Yeah, That's so, the most exciting part. So, I actually put it down in order. Ginobili gets elbow, but his feet were on the line, which they shouldn't have been. Feet are on the line, but that's kind of bullshit. Who cares? Uh, then a possible foul on Durant uh, after the inbounds. Yep. Uh, terrible pass. Terrible pass. Then, yeah, the amazing, amazing defense from Adams. Uh, a bad shot and then the Yo, Did you miss uh, uh, the claw had himself a handful of Westbrook's jersey as that ball was in the air, too? Yeah, he did. All yeah. kinds of crap going on. There right was there. a lot going on. Uh, so, like, okay, yeah, they, they should have gotten a foul call maybe on that uh, push-off on the inbounds pass. Also, he jumped to throw the ball in bounds. You can't do that. you got to have your feet on the ground. It's, yeah. like, uh, it's like what you call soccer. Football. In uh, in basketball as well, they have one specific referee just to watch a guy do an inbounds pass, mm-hmm. and how he didn't spot anything oh. on that initial uh, thing. Did That's you hear pressure? It's crazy. Did you hear Chris Webber's? Um, no, what did Chris have to Chris say? Chris Webber absolutely lost his mind uh, about this. You didn't? Uh, <laughs> it was uh, I. I don't know because it wasn't on the the league pass uh, feed, but uh-huh. he absolutely. He was just like, that's a foul. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care what else. I don't want to talk to anybody else. This conversation is over. That is a foul. Yeah, maybe somebody should have called a timeout, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, but... Thank you. Thank you very much. 
So yeah, but okay, here's Martin's the thing. Back. There's an absolute foul on the inbounds pass, right? But still, San Antonio got the ball with a three on one with ten seconds left. Like that's not a bad position to be in. No, like, so karmically, I don't know how much of an argument they have. If they if they had hit any of those shots in the last three seconds, they would have won the game, and they didn't. So where are you going to point the finger? The thing about the Thunder again is they're just not a smart team, and you know you'd have to quite like is it the coaches, is it the players? Because if you can't if you can't throw the ball in, that you, yeah, that you was know, just terrible. You don't you mean to tell me you don't have? Two plays that you practice all year long that are your dead set desperation. This is our inbounds play, and we hold it until the playoffs. Maybe we run it twice during the year just to make sure it works. And you know you don't you don't have in that situation. Your coach can't go. Okay, everybody, eighty three star. That thing we practiced a whole bunch of times. Now's the time. You don't have one of those. That's what I cannot cannot understand with this team and they're panicky aren't they they're just they can't seem to they, keep their they heads got, they got the yips a little bit they yeah a little jittery uh it was good to see them uh it was good to see them level it up absolutely i want this series to go the distance i've, I've been looking forward to this series all year long uh even if okay so at parts during the, the second and third quarter it seemed like it seemed like an awful lot of like early '90s basketball with just isolation post-ups with Aldridge on one end and then a pick and roll with Durant and Westbrook on the other, and it was just so predictable. And it was like like watching the Knicks play the Jazz in 1998, <laughs> like and Patrick Ewing down low on one end and Stockton Malone on the other, and it was predictable, I guess, kind of predictable, but it's still entertaining as hell just because of the athleticism of OKC. And the, the well-oiled machine that is San Antonio, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I hope. That's I a wish great, this game uh, could go 14. I wish this series could go 14 games. It was uh, it was 90s basketball. And I think a lot a lot of that was, um, let's say, uh, helped by uh, the performance of the refs, who I thought were absolutely appalling. Yeah, did you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was, no, there, there was, a, there was uh, three charges against the Thunder, and two of them definitely weren't charges. The guy stepped in front of him. And, Jesus. Uh, should have been blocking fouls. A lot of hand checking and stuff, but yeah, it's so entertaining. And uh, they, they don't, they're not a good matchup. These teams, as in, there, there isn't a whole lot of one-on-one action going on between uh, players and team. But it's, uh, it's intriguing. I think the way it ended the last day is going to add a lot of spice to the way it starts. Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, but now time. they're going to be up in in Oklahoma City. Uh, so I guess take from that what you will, whatever whatever home court advantage is worth. Uh, but stealing a game in San Antonio, man, that's not easy. And like, let's not take anything away from them. Lamarcus Aldridge has been playing out of his mind. Is he averaging forty points a game in this series? He is some player, Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah. He is. Oh my god. He's a to- matchup nightmare, no matter who you play. He is. He he can. He's just one of these guys who can do it all. He's um, he can post it up. He can shoot. Uh, he's the top mid-range shooter in the NBA, if I'm mm. not mistaken. The forgotten shot of the NBA, Jim. Isn't that hilarious how the entire rest of the league is going uh, down low and threes, and the Spurs are like, nah, you know what, we, we can make these efficient enough. Yeah, that's it. It's such a, if you have the guys to shoot it, it's a great shot, you yeah. know? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's and, the thing. If uh, you're Washington and all you got is John Wall, maybe not a great shot. Yeah, and as like you couldn't imagine the Thunder profiting from <laughs> Uh, mid-range shots uh, it's weird you know when you think about NBA players you can kind of in your mind you know we mentioned uh, we got into the GIF gift debate last uh, uh-huh. week but uh, you can imagine their shooting styles right so if you Absolutely. close if you close your eyes LeBron I can picture Dirk Nowitzki's fade away we'll yeah yeah about that. 
But can you picture Westbrooks? No. I the only thing I can picture when I picture Westbrook is him dunking like he thought the rim slept with his mother. That's yeah, that's exactly what I think as well. I don't th- I'm trying to think of him shooting, but I just see him like jumping over the back of another guy yeah. over the rim and I, he's got to go between his legs to dunk it, you yeah, know? Yeah, and then flexing and screaming at everybody. Is well, there is there an angrier player in the league? No, but my god, he's good to watch. He's oh, like, okay. he's so like uh Ferrari in a Using a Ferrari car to play tempin bowling. It's absolutely <laughs> mental. It's, it's so much fun to watch, dude. Uh, some of the, he, yeah, he just jumps so far, so wide, and he's, he's incredible. So Kawhi started guarding Westbrook in the first game, and he started that off in, in, in game two as well. But on a couple of possessions, on a couple of switches, Danny Green was guarding him. And Danny Green spent a lot of time on Kevin Durant as well. Danny Green is a better defender than I give him credit for. I think his arms are longer than anyone thinks. He got an awful lot of poke away steals. They have a lot of long armed, uh, long armed uh, guys on the Spurs. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Danny Green is a he's a solid player. But he, I don't think he did enough to. Maybe he'd be better off concentrating on one or the other. Well, obviously not. They lost. I don't know. Yeah, so Let's, Spurs losing in a very unSpurs way, but uh, dude, they play again in two days. Yeah. It's going to be so much fun. Moving on up, still in the Western Conference, Golden State and Portland. So, all right, Golden State took that last one. Were they down 17 in game two, and they still won? You're, you're Portland. You overachieved all year. You lost your half of your starting roster from last year. You're down 2-0 against Golden State. Now, Golden State don't have Curry. How much fight do Portland have in them in order to, to win, what, two games this series? Do you, think they, do you think they have a chance to win the series at all? Because at the beginning of the series, I would have said maybe. At the start of this game and for half of this, uh, for half of this match, mm. uh, I thought Portland had a real chance. Uh, Damian Lillard was absolutely on fire. En fuego. Uh, he is. Uh, I think he's the best small man uh, in the league. He's uh, definitely the best small man still playing. Yeah, yeah, uh, we, yeah. You're, I like Isaiah you're saying Thomas in our a lot. Production meeting, yeah. That you, uh, uh, yeah, I like Isaiah Thomas. Uh, I don't think he's better than Damian Lillard, Damian. but uh, he is. He is another tiny little dude that uh, that you love seeing play uh, yeah. NBA basketball. Yeah, uh, Lillard was absolutely outstanding, and his battle with Thompson was um, worth the admission price alone. Hey, here's a question. While we're on the uh, Damian Lillard quirky questions. Best small man in the league, sure. But which of these three players who all wear the number zero on their jersey would you draft if you had the first pick this year and they were all coming up? Damian Lillard, number zero. Russell Westbrook, number zero. Andre Drummond, out of Detroit, if you want a big man. Mm, you'd have to... I'd have to go with Westbrook. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah. Me too. As, as tempting as it would be to go with Drummond because a big guy like that, you feel like, I don't know, my whole life... I've just been watching teams draft big guys and try to build around them. But it's a point guards league this year, this, these days, isn't it? Like, yeah, I'd, I'd have to have a look at ages and statistics and uh, things like yeah, that yeah. if we're talking about building a franchise and all this stuff. But off the top of my head, it would have to be Westbrook mm. and then mm-hmm. either of the other guys. I do like Andre Drummond a lot. I like him a lot too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Lillard was really good. McCallum, a uh, player I haven't taken oh too God. much notice that, of this that, season. That backcourt is incredible. 
They really are. They're just, hey, here's a question. When you watch a, uh, a Portland Trailblazers game, how many minutes into the game do you make it before you go, oh, fuck Plumley? <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure this came up last year as well. <laughs> I hate that guy. I love Mason Plumley. Oh, my God. What a good, honest, big lad. Oh, honest, big lad, me whole. Mason Plumley. douche. Is he one of these Duke He's guys a you have? Uh, and I don't mind Duke on paper. hatred. I, uh, on paper, I don't mind What's Duke. What's wrong with Mason Plumley? I've come around on JJ Redick. Just because he can't score layups despite being closer to the basketball than... 99% of people on earth uh, I don't like him and it's not the Plumleys <laughs> uh, there's that other Plumley with the beard I like him he's good <laughs> for the Bucks he's yeah, fun yeah yeah this, this, I, this I, like, I don't know I like Mason I, 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 th I think he's a good honest lad I think he's good for uh, I think he's good for Portland but I, all, my, all my notes on this game were <laughs> Uh, Golden State aren't that good without Curry, this and that, and then they came that out dude, at halftime. Not that good without Curry. I just thought in the first half they were really struggling. That like they're they're trying to spread the um the offense through mm -hmm. almost too many players. To, but then I started noting guys who are making notable contributions, and there, there's so many: Azili, Livingston, Bogut, yeah, see, Draymond, and, and that's, that, Clay, to me, that's the strength of this team is, is how deep they are and how unselfish they are. That they don't have, they don't have a Kyrie Irving who needs the ball half the game, and you know what I mean. Like if Clay Thompson, I feel like if Clay Thompson got six shots a game and they won, he'd be perfectly happy with that. Ditto Draymond Green. Ditto any of those guys. They make uh, basketball a beautiful game. They do. Uh, they seem to make the right decisions so often, uh -huh. and they. It's not like um, you know you can like. The Houston Rockets is the first one that comes to mind. They just, you know, it's threes and dunks and, and threes and, and dunks and, and everybody throws. quitting. Yeah, and they're a horrible team to watch. Mm -hmm. But it seems to me that the Golden State Warriors just kind of like it's it's almost got instinctive with them. You know, they're not calling plays; they're just doing the right thing for you the situation. How how they'll be able to sustain this sort of ethos? Because the Spurs have been playing the right way, air quotes for for generations now, literally. And, you know, I, once once that once that culture becomes ingrained in your team, is it easy to lose? I don't know. I've never been a fan of a team that had it. Thank you, Washington. So I don't really know how easy it is to get rid of. I know it's hard to get, but, like, I don't know. If you traded, and I don't know why you would do this, but if you take a couple of, of role players who do their job and shut their mouth, like Livingston, and you bring in a selfish, crazy guy like Monta Ellis or Lance Stevenson, even though Monte Ellis used to be on the Warriors, but like, how much does that wreck the chemistry? You know what I mean? Is it is it true? I think about this. Uh, my wife is a teacher, and she talks about how often you'll have a class full of really smart kids. If you get one kid sitting in the back who sneers when somebody puts in a little extra effort, that'll poison the whole room. How many bad apples would it take to ruin Golden State's locker room? Uh, I think it's the same as any locker room. It's one, isn't it? Is it really just uh, one? Yeah. Is there not a team strong enough to overcome the Bulls had Rodman? People gravitate toward... But see, I think guys would come in and buy into the culture there. You know, there's... I feel like that's... There's it. something good going on. And even like, you know, Lance Stevenson contributed in a pretty amazing way to the Mavericks when the chemistry was right in mm. that mm -hmm. uh, locker room. So I think they could kind of absorb all types of Maybe. personalities Maybe. there because like Draymond is a big 
Draymond is the, you know, is the beating heart of that team. Uh, he's just a fun guy. I want to be Draymond Green's friend. I you want to be I Draymond Green's friend? Lot. Yeah, this should be one of my... my uh, we should do a little production for that. I would like to be this guy's friend. Uh, like, let's do that. All right, so... Uh, on, on Golden State, who, who would you like to be your buddy? Draymond? Draymond would Draymond? like to be my buddy, yeah. How about on Cleveland? Cleveland, it would be Kevin Love. Kevin Love? Yeah, me and Kevin Love. Dude, oh. you gotta go J.R. Smith there. No, J.R. No, no. Smith's the most fun friend you can have. He's too much of a party boy. Exactly! No, you I think, think... J.R.'s gonna let you sit in on a Friday night? You're like, oh, that's cool, man. I'm just gonna watch the late, late. JR's like, JR would, but, would call you, you'd tell him that, and then he would be ringing your door going, come on, put on your pants, we're going out. I love to watch the Late Late Show. I love to sit down on a Friday and watch the latest show. And that is not a joke. You're beyond help. And this is I why would, you like the boring white guys in the league. Then, you see, I would watch the late, late show, be in bed by 12 o'clock on a Friday, and me and Kevin Love could go mountain biking on Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'd like to be his friend. Cleveland, up 1-0 on Atlanta. Cleveland, but yeah, actually, I didn't notice too much of Kevin Love. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Love parked uh, himself the, in the corner and just waited. Yeah. This is the problem. You got two, and they're wonderful players, so I, I hesitate even to use his label. They're ball hogs. They need the ball. LeBron yeah. and Kyrie both need the ball, which is A, a reason to bring Kyrie off the bench, and B, are you really getting the most out of Kevin Love if you're telling him, park yourself in the corner and just wait for the ball to come to you? Like it's This is know. the thing. I don't think... LeBron and Kevin Love can play well together. They, they. I don't think LeBron and Kyrie can play well together. Yeah, there's, there's something not right about something the Cleveland right. Cavaliers. Now, having said that, I don't think Atlanta has a shot in this series. No, I don't either. Uh, Which is they weird because they've been so good all year. And, and last year as well. And on um, paper, they look great. You know what I mean? Cephalosha's back. Kyle Korver, when he's shooting well, alters the whole gravity of the court. What's not to, if you were Atlanta? If I was an Atlanta Hawks fan, I would say to myself, "We don't have a hope of making it out of the East with this lineup." And I would look at that lineup, and as a general manager, go, "Well, how much better am I supposed to construct a team? This is a goddamn good team. What am I supposed to do?" Yeah, I it's I it's again, you know, maybe it's chemistry thing, or maybe they're one of these teams that are just lacking that superstar to push them over is the that edge. What, you need the transcendent superstar. You need uh, the Curry. You need the LeBron. Even, yeah, like you think of them now if they had LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, if you're talking like they've got like a they serious do. I chance. feel like Atlanta's whole team is nothing but 6'11 bruisers who work hard and shoot well. Yeah, this is it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I fuck. Some interesting jerseys as well, the Hawks, don't they? They've I hate got the, the, I hate You don't the, like I those hate, neon trim? I hate the neon trim. I hate the triangle pattern. <laughs> I hate the court. Ugh, don't get me started. Not good style. No. The Hawks. The That's Hawks. what I was thinking when I see him. The, the Hawks. Hawks. <laughs> you don't like the name Hawks? No, it's I like it. You see, it seems cool, I think, to an American, but Hawk has a different meaning over here. What does it mean over here? Hawk is like a plague, like an annoying person. A what? A hawk is like it can be. It can imply. Is this a carry thing? Uh, it's it's definitely southern, but if you call somebody a hawk, like you're a hawk, man. I've heard shite hawk. There's shite hawk. There's gay hawk. Gay hawk. Nothing but a gay hawk. Nothing but a gay hawk. Yeah. Never heard that. That's a transatlantic division. So I always think of the Atlanta Hawks. Why are you saying it like that? Because that's the way we would say it. <laughs> Go away, you hawks. Go away, you hawks. And the, the hawks are going away. The hawks are going away. They're done. Fly away. Hey, you know who's really interesting? Miami. Well, I I have it down here. Miami have been my favorite team of the playoffs so far. That Miami-Charlotte series was entertaining as hell. 
it really was uh it was it's just great to see two pretty evenly matched you know yep. that it's in the balance the whole Absolutely. time and um miami are the word i was reaching for on the first uh episode was institutional intelligence institutional intelligence how much of that do you put down to the coach and how much of that do you put down to Dwayne wade's steadying influence uh i put it all down to the gm uh pat riley uh, because he just pat. he just keeps it going you know he isn't just he keeps great? it going isn't it great to know that he's still somehow involved in the league oh, pulling strings it's in the amazing background. that story about him dropping rings on the table like yep. it, that's just like isn't that great it's real oh. it's godfather stuff and he is and he is the godfather of the nba hey if you had to pick a friend on the miami heat could you pick pat riley and would you pick pat riley oh he'd be, i'd say it'd be a bit alpha for me he'd Look. be a great friend okay maybe not friend you know who he'd be great as a cool uncle yeah, he would. If you're like, he's like your dad's brother, you're, and you're, your dad's like a little scared of him because God only knows what he's capable of. But every once in a while, he comes over and he just drops some knowledge on you. He'd be good as your godfather. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> as the literal godfather. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he would. Uh, be close of my friend on the heat uh, between Dwayne Wade. We could go clothes shopping. and <laughs> No, I'd be the kind of... I'd be prepared to be the white guy in his entourage. Would you? Yeah. Would you really? Yeah, yeah. I'd be yeah. like, hey, I've got these new scarves for you, Dwayne. <laughs> and could you teach me how to uh and Lou Dang. I think Lou Dang. Lou Dang is cool. Yeah. I like Lou yeah, Dang. Yeah, hey, is Joe like Johnson the most perfectly named guy? He has an anonymous name and he has an anonymous 18 and 8 game. Joe Johnson. If there's one thing oddly, Joe Johnson knows it's scoring. Oddly perfect for this team. Yeah. Joe what? Johnson's bounced around the league a lot. The commentator never really found a fit and this is perfect for him. Yeah, it is because they need him to be Joe Johnson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he is being Joe Johnson. He is. And it's just it's working out and this game um this like the international series as I was calling it uh Turned into the Battle of Europe uh, in regular time anyway because Valentunas. You love Valentunas. I do like Valentunas. Got a great beard. Great beard. Um, and uh, there's a uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of guys I'd love to be my friend. <laughs> On the rafters. <laughs> Are we just two lonely guys? Is that what we're doing? Are we projecting our lonely lives onto basketball? Is that why we watch basketball? I'm thinking going into sports agency and you know like (laughs) when they get inducted into the Hall of Fame they're like I just want to he's been like a father to me. And And then you just look at you and you'll give a subtle small thumbs up just the the small one. Just the small one. Not The thumb's not even all the way up. Just the first knuckle popping up there. Do you have anything to say about Toronto? Uh yeah I do I thought Valentinus was really good I thought I thought Demar Derozan uh he's really been impressing me um Valentinus is just so physical and he's also quite skilled he's uh <laughs> but it, I love the, I, the the this European you're kidding me your favorite player is the big dumb white guy no I'm no come a on theme with you come on he's not dumb though that's my point he's Plumly he's misunderstood <laughs> that's my Valanciunas. point Jim yeah. Uh, yeah, do you have anything to say about Kyle Lowry? He's an afterthought. Kyle Lowry, nah. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty good, I guess. Uh, oh but could we hang out? I don't think so. I don't know. But um, Dragic was absolutely incredible uh, in regular time he as was. well. What a, like You'd think losing LeBron and getting in Dragic and Dang doesn't sound like a great move. but I mean, I'm sure they would reverse that happily if they could. But uh, but they man, kept those Dwayne guys Wade. when they when they unleash Dragic to run the way he wants, it's it's great basketball. And Luol Deng, I don't know. I've always liked him. I, I feel like he's uh, 
he's kind of Boris Diaw like in his a Europeanness, but b the fact that he, the weapon he brings to you in addition to the scoring is almost like the the shifty down low passing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He'll get the ball within five feet of the basket, and he'll just make these crazy elbow passes around people that are that are yeah, you know, or just his, drop it right. He's and, good with his wrist as well. So mm-hmm. like he doesn't actually. So he's he's just such a quick mover for mm-hmm. a big man. Um, but this was the game that Dwayne Wade took over. Yeah, Dwayne uh, Wade making threes. Dwayne Wade hasn't made a three since Christmas. He made all types of shots. Let's think about Dwayne Wade as such an all-around good basketball player. I mean, player. he's look. He's was it Deion Sanders? Big time players make big time plays. He's a big time player, man. He's, he's a big, getting old, but look, it's hard to think of a player that shines brighter in the spotlight currently playing than in the Dwayne NBA. Wade. Dwayne Wade reminds me of the snake in the Nokia game that he moves at perfect angles slithering through obstacles and the more he feeds the bigger he gets do you like that that was pre-prepared that was pre-prepared I thought that would be a round of applause that'll do and uh, that I think brings us pretty much that's uh, us guys thanks very much for uh, round two Uh, we will see you uh, again in round two hopefully and if not we'll see you for the third round of the playoffs See you guys. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Yay!